The purpose of this record is to demonstrate the Columbia Double Disc Record. It is not offered for sale. Columbia Double Disc Record. Music on both sides. The different selection on each side. in the Columbia Laboratory is the living voice of the artist, clear, flawless, and natural, and from the simple brassy note of the bugle to the delicate tone shading of the violin Columbia recording of instrumental music is marvelously true. Thank you. 
sleep. Master's folks came over this afternoon, Father, to make a record to send to you. Oh, please, Mr. Moon, 
come out and shine, cause you know that Here's a good place. Waiter, what have you got? Everything but this. We got Schmierkäse and Spikes only and Limburger. Drink such as Bologna, Liberweiss, Blattweiss, Buckweiss. What is the best? The worst is the best. Well, bring us the best of the worst. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the beer also. Light or dark? Did you like best, Penny? I don't know. When I drink light beer, I play like this. And when I drink dark beer, I play like this. They get names for pet names that are perfectly ridiculous to say. These nicknames are trick names that the lovers call each other every day. They're Piggy and Wiggy and every other sort of foolish name. They're gushy, they're mushy, but the love makes the same, my honey. Don't call me honey love because it rhymes with money love and money's for the mercenary kind. My baby. Don't call me baby love because it rhymes with maybe love and maybe means adult is in your mind. My dearie. Don't call me dearie. Because it rhymes with weary love And weary means unhappy we will be But I must have a pet name Then rhyme a name with love Turtle Dove rhymes with love That's a pet name for me They make names for fake names but are just as numerous as summer flies. They're wild names, they're child names that your mother used to sing in lullabies. There's Goo Goo, there's Juju. They always get a soft and swampy name. <laughs> they're fine names, they're shine names. But the lovers seem to like them just the same. My cutie. Don't call me cutie, love, because it rhymes with beauty, love. I know I'm not a beauty, that is true. My daisy. Don't call me daisy, love, because it rhymes with lazy, love. And lazy means that soon I tire of you. My darling. Don't call me darling, love, because... It rhymes with falling love I trust a quarrel there will never be But I must have a prize name Then rhyme a name with prize Angel eyes oh. Rhymes with prize That's the pet name for me That reminds me a piece of good luck I had the other day Good luck? Yeah Planted by mistake some sugar cane in a potato patch. I call that hard luck. Best luck you ever see. Got the finest crop of sweet potatoes north of Georgia.
discover with triumph more brilliant than that which spent 1866 has kept the old world moored alongside the new by pulsating cables of steel and copper, the family ties of the civilized world.
truth is, we've got to wake up in this country. We are not all there is in the world. There are lots besides us, and there are lots of people besides us that are entitled to our effort and our money and our sacrifice to help them on in the world. No man can study the movement of modern civilization from an impartial standpoint and not realize that Christianity and the spread of Christianity are the only basis for hope of modern civilization in the growth of popular self-government. Imperialism is the policy of an empire, and an empire is a nation composed of different races living under varying forms of government. A republic cannot be an empire, for a republic rests upon the theory that governments derive their just powers from the consent of the governed, and colonialism violates this theory. We do not want the Filipinos for citizens. They cannot, without danger to us, share in the government of our nation. And moreover, we cannot afford to add another race question to the race questions which we already have. In the Philippines, the experiment of a national assembly has justified itself both as an assistance in the government of the island and as an education in the practice of self-government to the people of the island. It is quite unlikely that the people, because of the dense ignorance of 90%, will be ready for complete self-government and independence before two generations have passed. But the policy of increasing partial self-government step by step, as the people shall show themselves fit for it, should be continued. The proposition of the democratic platform is to turn over the islands as soon as a stable government is established. This has been established. The proposal then is in effect to turn them over at once. Such action will lead to ultimate chaos in the islands, and the progress among the ignorant masses in education and better living will stop. beyond any that ever occurred in the world before. In its course, certain evils crept in. Some prominent and influential members of the community, spurred by financial success and in their hurry for greater wealth, became unmindful of the common rules of business honesty and fidelity and of the limitations imposed by law upon their actions. A private monopoly is indefensible and intolerable. We cannot afford to allow any person or group of persons to establish arbitrarily the price which all must pay for a necessary of life. The only remedy for private monopoly is extermination, but the dissolution of a monopoly does not mean the destruction of industry, but just the reverse. When a monopoly is dissolved, the factories formerly owned by the trust become independent factories, and competition between them will prevent extortion in price, and a reduction in price will increase the number of factories and give employment to more labor in production. The combination of capital in large plants to manufacture goods with the greatest economy is necessary to material progress. The government should not interfere with such aggregations of capital when they are legitimate and are properly controlled, for they are then the natural results of modern enterprise and are beneficial to the public. Swollen fortunes are in almost every case 
traceable to privileges given by the government or to favoritism shown to a few at the expense of the rest of the population. The cure for swollen fortunes, therefore, is in the restoration of the government to its old foundations and in the application to all branches of the government of the doctrine of equal rights to all and special privileges to none. There is a fundamental difference between a revenue tariff and a protective tariff. A revenue tariff is so laid as to collect revenue and you stop when you get enough. A protective tariff may be so laid as to burden the people far in excess of the tax collected and you never know when to stop. The fact that the Republicans, now in complete control of the government, refuse to allow any revision whatever and postpone tariff reform until after the next election is proof conclusive that they cannot be trusted to respond to the growing demand for a reduction of import duties. Thank you. 
time it will grow on, and time it will bring all things to an end, and so does our time grow on. It was in the merry month of May that a bonny wee lassa met one day, and all the language she could say was Donald and Miss May. Hug me, tug me as you please, watch and mind you dinny squeeze. When you think that nobody sees us, Donald, come and kiss. Hi, Donald. Oh, Donald. Think upon your vow. Donald, in among the bloomin' heather where you vow to loome. Hi, Donald. Oh, Donald. Think upon your vow. Donald, in among the bloomin' heather where you vow to loome. <laughs> I'm telling some of you chaps, <laughs> yon's the place to take your bonny lassie among the blooming heather. <laughs> <laughs> McNabb was the bridegroom, and the bride was a bonny wee lamb. Oh, a nice curly hair and complexion, redder than strawberry jam. And mind, I'm telling you, if you'd heard the best man, he said, I want to make a speech. And by this time, the best man was very nearly speechless. However, says he, I have known the bridegroom for a very considerable period. And he's sitting there, mind you, and he knows, <laughs> he knows that I know him. <laughs> but mum's the word, but it was a rare affair because... <laughs> and the wedding bells were ringing, and all the boys were singing. Here's to you and yours and me and mine. ta -ra -ra. Then we had a drappy just to make us happy for the days old lang syne. And the wedding bells were ringing, and all the boys were singing. Here's to you and yours and me and mine. Ta -ra -ra. Then we had a drappy just to make us happy for the days all lang syne. <laughs> oh, man, it was a rare affair. <laughs> I'm going to try and butt in with a little talk on goats. Well, speaking about goats, I have a little boy. Of course, he's not a goat. He's only a kid, but he'll grow. But he wanted a goat. So I bought him a goat and took him home to introduce him to the family. But this goat is full of fleas. 
But my little boy discovered a scheme to get rid of the fleas. He covered the goat with bread and milk. The fleas ate the bread and milk. They got so fat they fell off the goat. Then my little boy says, get up. And they drove away and left the fleas on the sidewalk. And each, you should have seen this goat eat. He'd eat any old thing. He took to my mother-in-law right away. But, Professor, I was going to sing you a little song entitled My Grandma's Mustard Plaster. But I left my music to home. Ah, I see you have a piano. Now, I'll tell you what we'll do. You tickle the piano and I'll see if I can spread the plaster. Thank you. 
my wife, she said to me, Young Willie, come on, man, you don't get the north. A lady came to me and said, Have we not met before? My wife said, Miss, how dare you that my husband's so begun? You know it's mine, I found it first. Young Willie, come on. No, it's too tricky. It's too tricky. I like it, you know. I think it's a very excellent number, and I like it. I see. Who are you, sir? I'm the manager of the pantomime at which you're engaged. I've taken a very great fancy to that song, and I insist on you singing it in the pantomime. As I said before, I like it. I should think you're very fond of anything you like, well, you aren't know, you? No, I, I, I've taken such a fancy to that song that I rather think I know it myself already. Would you like to try, sir? Well, I'll have a try. What's the first line of it again? For years I dined and supped and wined at the Carlton Ritz for all these. And what I eat for fish or meat is a choice of everybody's. The rarest wine is always mine. You see, I'm rather dainty. But what I've heard has just occurred. And it makes me feel quite fainty. And it's really dashed annoying. He was seen one day, you know, by my papa in a four-ale bar, with cold peas pudding in a torn-up car next day. Lord K and his grace, the Duke of C, they each enjoy a Savoy through following a fellow with a face like me. You promised to give me a quarter of your salary every week. Well, what did I give you? Twenty-five cents. Well, that's a quarter, ain't it? <laughs> well, everyone knows you married me for me money. Well, it was the only way I could get it. Say, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to celebrate me golden wedding tomorrow. We've only been married a year, not fifty. Well, it seems that long. <laughs> Is that so? Well, I must say, there's not much difference between you and a fool. I know, it's only a couple of feet. Say, <laughs> there was a millionaire died last week. Would you like to be his with it. No, I'd rather be
married Mabel, a wise old owl was he. He told his wife he never drank a stronger thing than tea. But after honeymooning, at night he stayed away. And for a week he never got home till the break of day. At last poor Mabel asked the reason why. Said Jones, I'm going to tell the truth or die. Baby dear, listen here, I'm afraid to come home in the dark. Every day the papers say a robbery in the park. So I sat alone in the YMCA, singing just like a lark. There's no place like home, but I couldn't come home in the dark. Here's another, Si. How fast is he going, Zeb? Ninety mile an hour, I reckon. Hey, hey, mister, stop her, stop her. Well, what's the trouble? I arrest you for speeding. Speeding? <laughs> Why, say, Constable, here's a $10 bill. A little present for yourself. Now, I don't think I was going too fast. Say, Zeb, you sure he was going 90 mile an hour? Well, no, I should say about eight. Well, can't arrest him for that, can we? Of course not. All right, mister. Go well, on. Goodbye, goodbye, Take that hyena home and train him to laugh at them bum jokes of yarn. 
There's a new kind of two-step, a wiggly world. New kind of two-step, a giggly girl. They like to eat a supper, do for dough, a pickle and two-step. Popular new step, look how to do step. New kind of music under the flag. New kind of music, Illinois rag. Swinging along with pride from side to side. Eat a supper, do for dough, a swing baby. Eat a supper, do for dough, a swing baby. Gather up the honey, do the Michigan glide. Side to side, that's the bride. Eat a supper, do for dough, a gold babe. Eat a supper, do for dough, a old babe. Gazing to my glimmers when you're ragging with me and beaming. Eat a supper, do for dough, a rag baby. Hallelujah! Hasmana! Come the Get off that money! Show your trimming! Let him roll! Cut gravy! Bring home the bacon! Well, I give him some bread and butter and put applesauce on it, and I started in to do the churning. Well, I churned quite a spell, and I looked in the churn to see if the butter was coming, and my spectacles fell off, and the churn dasher broke them, and while I was trying to fish him out, my plug of tobacco fell in the churn and spiled the cream. Well, I wouldn't have cared, but I didn't have any more tobacco. <laughs> I have one nearly every year, mid beer. <laughs> I take pleasure in introducing the guest of honor, the extinguished musician, Herr Ado Leben Hiebenhaben Hubenhoben <laughs> His hair is longer than his name. <laughs> we will now have a treat. A musical treat. I will play on the violin mit one string, the Hungarian Rhapsody. That Hungarian goulash made out strings is great.
the first and the last, tell me, kid. You was the first, and to me you may be the last, but oh, la, 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 well? la, There's going to be a whole lot between the first and the last. Yes. Et 
délire. Pour l'instant, mais le chinois, d'abord, un tribord me criait, rendez-vous Et je dis, pas encore La rage dans les yeux et lâche à la bouche, je saisis un canon dans les lampes farouches. Un bruit sourd, un éclair, puis un bruit de sifflet. Et je vis l'escadre ennemi qui sautait. D'un œil, je regardais l'escadre disparu. De l'autre, je cherchais pour me guider la nue, comme ça ne pas de moi qu'aperçois le soudain, le regardant à la gueule ouverte. Un gros requin qui me criait distinctement, c'est un prodige. Rendez-vous, rendez-vous. Pas encore, répondis-je. Un bruit chaud, un éclair, puis un bruit de sifflet. Étrange sensation, le monstre m'avalait.
la banda de policía de México. Fonograma esto.
mie Stare pronti a te Stare pronto a te
1,500 feet. to think the world of you. <laughs> Say, I saw a dog once for $10,000. You're a liar. No dog could save as much money as that. <laughs> Say, Mac, I hear you're drinking again. I am, but every time I take a drink, it goes to me head. Sure, it wants to go where it won't be crowded. See here, if I hit you, you'll never forget it. And if I hit you, you'll never remember it. <laughs> Say, Riley, didn't your father have a lot of money when he died? He did. Did he leave your mother much? About twice a week. I guess he must have traveled over the B&O Railroad about 150 times. We traveled over the B&O Railroad so much the B&O Railroad kicked and said we'd have to quit. We're wearing out the ties. But we're wearing out the ties all right enough. The manager had one bad habit, never wanted to pay salaries. Salary day came every now and then. 
principally then, seldom now, and always never, till here I am busted. But I'll never forget the town this show started out from. They had a state fair going on in the town. I looked all over the town trying to find a place for the troops to stable, but everything was full in the town, including myself and about two-thirds of the population. At last a friend told me, though, he says there's a hotel inside the fairgrounds called the Inside Inn. Called the Inside Inn because the Inside Inn's inside of the fairgrounds. So I walked inside the fairgrounds, inside the Inside Inn, up to the desk of the Inside Inn, says to the clerk of the Inside Inn, is the proprietor of the Inside Inn in? Says, no, the proprietor of the Inside Inn is not inside of the Inside Inn. Says, why is the proprietor of the Inside Inn not inside of the Inside Inn? Says, well, I'll tell you. He's been riding around in the merry-go-round, made him seasick. He's outside by the inside because he can't keep his inside in, letting his inside out, outside of the inside in. I'm going to try and sing another little thing now. A little thing entitled, When Kate and I Were Coming Through the Pies. Excuse me, Through the Rise. <laughs> Played by Vestel Osmond, Edison Records. Talk his part and mine too. Good boy, you're all right. Well, here goes, listen. 
Hello, Mac. How are you, Riley? Who was that lady I saw you with yesterday? That was no lady. That was me wife. <laughs> She's a pretty woman. Not so pretty as she's painted. Say, Riley, what's the best thing to tell a woman? Nothing. <laughs> what paints a good wife? A bad husband. Say, Max, I got an awful fright on me wedding day. I know it. I've seen her. <laughs> she was awful shy when the minister asked her how old she was. I know. She was shy about ten years. Did you love her before you married her? I loved her then and I love her now. I see. You love her now and then. <laughs> Some folks I know like to brag and blow But I don't go in a lot for show I keep my mouth shut good and tight And let them talk from morn till night For my Irene got a licked all right My Irene is a village queen Yeah, that boy is a tear for the coffee. Hip, hip, hip. Hooray! 